yeah, I am grateful for everything that I've done and experienced and some of the fortunes, uh, good fortunes that I've had, but I am not satisfied. This is The Playbook. Welcome to Office Hours. Man, am I excited. There's certain people in your life that have no idea how much they've influenced you. And as successful or as happy as you think you are, you meet somebody that stretches your imagination beyond what you thought was possible. That who That is who Grant Cardone is to me. Everybody knows Cardone Enterprises. Everyone knows the incredible Cardone Capital, international speaker, author, entrepreneur, mentor, coach, inspirer of many. Grant, welcome to Office Hours, my friend. Hey, David, great to, to be here with you. And I have mad respect for what you've done and how many people you've helped as well. So thank you for saying that. It's so much fun to see you here. And I got to start with something that I've been curious about. I put you in the realm, and I, I know your humility is going to be a, a little bit, but I put you in the realm of the people who have been able to kill off so much limitations that they're at a level, I always wonder, like, what are they asking for? Because I, as I became more and more uh, successful, let us say, happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy, I realized how little I was asking for. And when it mm. came to lessons I've learned from you is, Dave, you're not asking big enough. Stop listening to everybody, how happy, healthy, wealthy, and worthy you are. Start thinking bigger like Elon Musk does or Richard Branson yeah. or Grant Cardone. What is it the mindset is you reach these levels of billions of dollars and millions of people that you're yeah. still able to stretch your imagination to Mars or to you know the test loop, these incredible imaginative things when there's no reason to ask for more, but yet you have this capability of expanding your imagination at all times. Well, the, the thing for me is every time I've gotten myself to a place where I was satisfied or thought I had done enough, I, I became very uh, discontent in life. Um, boredom is a a uh, major, major issue for me. I tell my kids all the time, I said, if you're going to worry about one thing on this uh, planet, worry about being bored. When you become bored, when I get bored, I get in trouble. So I start looking for, I become very critical of the people around me. Uh, I become, you know, discontent, dissatisfied. Some people think that's a problem. I mean, I've been told for 30 years uh, that I should be happy. I should be uh, satisfied. I should be, uh, you know, grateful for what I've done. And yeah, yeah, I am grateful for everything that I've done and experienced and some of the fortunes, uh, good fortunes that I've had, but I am not satisfied. And uh, I am extremely inspired by seeing what other people do, e either on the, the success and money front or on the philanthropic uh, front, or just simply changing or challenging the world to do different and better things. And you know what, Grant? So I always do vision boards. Every year I do a vision board and I put out what I want to see for myself. I would love to know what's on your vision board. <laughs> Look, question. I write my goals down every morning and I write them down at night. I wrote them down this morning. Uh, this I used to do the vision board. And today what I'm doing is rather than doing it once a year, I do it every morning and at night. And I, and I basically just take a piece of paper and as fast as I possibly can uh, on a blank piece of paper, I write down. Uh, what the big goals, the big, these are not things I can accomplish in a daytime, a week or a month. Uh, they're, they're, they're with, and, and they, without any mechanics, meaning no strategy or uh, understanding of how I might do it. I simply write out a destination that would intrigue me. 
So um, today I wrote down, I'll just share it with you. I wrote $50 billion worth of real estate. I'm at 5 billion right now. I changed it and went to a hundred, literally at the, like literally scratched it out and said, I'm going to do a hundred billion dollars of real estate deals. Uh, I want to go public. I want to offer a public REIT. I want to fund uh, hundreds of millions of dollars to families a year uh, that, that invest with us in, in dependable recurring cash flow to families around America. Maybe run for politics one day. I'll, 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 uh, okay, I'll, okay. I'll keep that I'll be your public. Uh, got you. I'll you. be your manager, man. I'm a great publicist. <laughs> You'll so. be my education secretary, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're gonna if you're gonna scratch out fifty and put a hundred, you got to change that ten times or twenty times, don't you? That's why our minimum hundred, right? <laughs> there you go. I love yeah. it. I love it. Well, you know, it, it, when, when I'm doing the goal thing in the morning, it's just completely free. It only takes me thirty or forty seconds to do it. Like I, I don't spend. Uh, I don't spend a lot of time on this. And, uh, and again, I don't get caught up in the mechanics, which I think is very important. The mechanics become a, 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 go, go, a dream crusher because I don't know how to do and have not known how to do anything in my life that I have done. Nothing. There's nothing I knew how to do that I've accomplished. This TV show so, is living proof I think, for I think me. the rest of you guys would, would uh, <laughs> What's we that? Agree. I said, this TV show is living proof for me. I have no idea how this happened. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. you don't, if you yeah, don't exactly. write it down, you don't think about it, it doesn't come to pass. So, what they say, write the yeah. vision and make it yeah. plain. Make it, make it happen. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Grant, you've you've been on some pretty big stages. You've been around some pretty uh, incredible people. I've been in the audience a couple times when you've been up up on stage. Uh, you do an amazing job. You bring a, a ton of life to everything that you do. But I want to know, like, what scares you? What room have you been in that you've been like, oh, my, why am I here? What am I doing? Like, what scares you, Grant? Well, by the time your audience sees this, I will have done interviews with uh, three or four of the most powerful people on the planet uh, because uh, we're about to do our annual growth conference. Interviews terrify me. Inter- not, not being interviewed Doing an interview with a very high-profile person is the scariest thing I've done in my life. I would rather speak to thirty-four thousand people than than interview a very powerful. So person I'm in living front of, your uh, nightmare right audience. now. <laughs> I am living your nightmare right now. That's I get right. it. We all are. Right? <laughs> I'm not nervous though, man. I, this is what I do well. I'd much rather interview you than speak in front but, of thirty-four thousand. <laughs> why is that, Grant? Why does it make you nervous? Because like, okay, so like I interviewed, I can't drop these names yet, but I, I, I probably could actually, but you guys would tell people. So <laughs> you have to right? kill us. <laughs> yeah. I interviewed Kevin Hart. Look, you know, I spent 15 minutes with him before the, the before the, the interview. Like I, I haven't been with him. I haven't, I did, you know, the same weekend I did an interview with John Travolta, completely different interview because John is a Broadway uh, trained and, Kevin Hart is a stand-up comedian. The Kevin Hart thing was very, very easy to do because it's all everything he does is improv. And I'm I'm very much of an improv person. So it was like the easiest 45 minutes of my life. John was very difficult because he he's much more formatted, scripted uh, from his training. Uh, I've interviewed politicians where it got, you know, it got kind of weird. So <laughs> you know what you're gonna get, you know. And then I then I interviewed Usher, right, the same weekend. And that that was different. And then and then Floyd Mayweather. So those are all different things. Like Floyd Mayweather, 
he will not give you 30 seconds before the interview because he's like, I don't prepare. I did that in the gym for 50, 50 fights. I don't need to prepare for this. I am the champ. Wow. Um, that's fantastic. It is so amazing to be able to be with this caliber of individual. And we talked earlier about success. We talked about finances. Let's talk a little bit about relationships. What are some of the key relationships that have driven your success? Maybe some of the people that a lot of people wouldn't even know who they were, but played a major role in your climb to where you are now. Well, you got so many, man. Like, you know, my mom, I, I was raised by a single mother, so she was a major influence on me, both on what to do and also what not to do. Um, so no one knew my mom and, and, uh, she, she passed, uh, 12 years ago, really before I became, you know, who I am today, uh, that's only happened in the last 10 or 12 years. Uh, so a lot of people think that it's been like this for a long time, but it hadn't, um, that's been a major influence. Uh, look, so many people like people that I worked for, uh, there was a guy I worked for when I was 30 years old, super, super talented guy. Uh, very articulate, one of the best speakers I've ever met. But he then he then made some really poor decisions in his business and his life that became uh, compasses for me of what not to do. And I, I think a lot of times we we don't we treasure and talk about who showed us what to do, but I have benefited greatly, probably more so than what to do. I have benefited more from watching people and learning what not to do. Yeah, so interesting. I look at the W and the L column as being a sports person, and I always say, W for me seems like a waste of time. You're just executing on what you already know. But the L column, the lesson column, is so much valuable. And I know that both Grant, myself, and all three of you have been surrounded by some great failures uh, that have made mm -hmm. us who we are today. Last question, Grant. I would be amiss not to ask you, others are more important than you. I can see it in everything that you do, the Grant Cardone Foundation, elevating others to elevate yourself. And you do have a higher purpose or cause to making all that money. It's to help all those people. Yes, also to have a lot of fun, which everyone should be is happy. Give us a little bit of an insight on how important that is as a catalyst for you to help others and to provide for others even though you're a great receiver, which I believe yeah. I'm trying to teach people, hey man, receive more, but give it away. You do such a great job of giving away. How does that impact your life, the foundation and the, and the causes that you support? Yeah. So look, we, you know, I, and, and I'm pretty transparent about the success my business has because I want to share what's working. A lot of people take that as braggery and ego. Uh, my, we've done over a billion dollars worth of sales over the internet. I've raised almost a billion dollars in cash without using uh, the traditional institutions, uh, crowdfunding directly to uh, an audience. This has never been done before. The things I'm most proud of, though, I've raised $125 million for charities. And this, when, when we start funding families at Cardone Capital, uh, last month we sent out $4 million. My goal is to have that be $40 million or maybe even $100 million a month to families around America and around the world uh, where they protect their capital, they get cash flow because that creates confidence. You know, when a, when a charity is given a million dollars once, that is different than them being given recurring revenue and they know they can depend on that. 
And um, this is what my mother didn't have after my, my father passed. She did not have recurring dependable income that created confidence for her, knowing that she her future was going to be uh, taken care of. So th those, David, are the, you know, while I've received a lot of money, sending money out is the, the, the new game for me. I had to figure out the first one to get to the second one, though. Yeah, I always tell people I'd much rather have the capability of raising or giving over $125 million than making it, uh, which is super important. Real quick, everyone, I'd love to do a takeaway of the day, especially when we have such an amazing guest. I'm going to start with you, Sean. What's your takeaway from Grant's lessons today? Man, I just love um, hearing Grant and what a unique perspective. Like, the show gives a perspective into the human being. So there is the personal brand, and Grant has done a phenomenal job with his brand, and I think that very few people don't know who he is, but very few people know who he is, right? And so mm. I really appreciate um, you sharing your insights into giving and sharing some of the stories about your mother, and it's very clear how much she affected his life. Jace? Yeah, my takeaway here is, uh, I mean, you can just have an awesome conversation like this with someone like Grant Cardone and, and, and pick up so many, like, little things um, that you, that I can clearly see your mind thinks about, like you think about waking up in the morning, writing down some, um, goals, some visions. And I was thinking you were going to be like, Hey, I want to like, uh, make sure I get these three things done today. No, you said, I want to go make a hundred. I want to turn 5 billion into a hundred billion. Like that's different. Right. That's different than most people think. And so, you know, think big. And, uh, and go big. So thank you for that. <laughs> go bigger, go bigger. Go right? bigger, go bigger. <laughs> I think my biggest takeaway is when you said that I only put things that I don't know how to do. And so many people, like, we're, we're so stuck in our fear of, like, well, just do the things I know how to do. But that was a great mm -hmm. revolution for me, a revelation. Thank you. And, Thank you. You know, for me, as yeah, I study <laughs> greats, because I want to surround myself with the right people and the right idea, I love the fact that Grant looks at his midterm and long-term objectives and then puts daily practices so in effect, what he's doing is he pays really close attention to eventually where he wants to be, but he's okay at changing his mind tomorrow. But once he decides, okay, here's my mid and long-term objectives for the day, he takes all of his emotion and puts it on the cause, right? Not the effect. So many people that I have learned, they have these big goals and all they do is a focus on their emotion and it never comes or it creates so much resistance to it. Your lessons all apply to the fact that he surrenders to the fact that if I do what I'm supposed to do according to where I want to be someday and I allow myself to change my mind, then I'm going to be fine. And that's why out of all the entrepreneurs that I know, he's bigger and maybe even the biggest. I am just so pleased to finally get to do this with you, man. Please, on, I'm gonna, we got to do more stuff together, David. I'm, it's on, it's like recorded, it. bro. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to keep on asking you. You're an incredible philanthropist. You are elevating the souls on this earth. Because if I can encourage people to do one thing, it's ask for more. Hey, hey I personally know. I personally know people that have gone to 10X. Yeah. yeah. They have come away, changed people. Like completely changed people. So you say you know people that he's, you know, helped in their lives. I know people, Grant. Uh, thank you for that. Keep doing what you're doing. 10X thank America. you. <laughs> 10X America. You got your secretary of education.